Welcome to the Manifest Fire podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Louise. Every week, I'll be sharing with you everything I know about law of attraction, manifestation, mindset, and spirituality. Think of this podcast like a spiritual support group. Together, we're going to take control and live our dream lives. So let's go, huns. Hello, angels. How are we? Thank you for being here. This is the Manifest Fire podcast, and I am Sarah Louise. It's still January, bitches. Will it ever end? Will January ever end? It will. We keep holding on, huns. Keep holding on. But it is feeling long as fuck right now. But yes, thank you for being here with me. Before we get into today's episode, I thought I'd check in on the little manifesting challenge that we set ourselves back a couple of episodes ago. And this is the 369 Manifestation Challenge where we write down our desire, we write down the thing that we want to manifest three, six and nine times every day for 33 days. Now, when this episode comes out on Friday the 19th of January, I will be a week into the challenge. And I just wanted to let you know that something crazy has already happened for me in this challenge and it's all and it happened like four days into the challenge now I'm not going to reveal exactly what it is just yet because I still feel quite protective over the thing I'm manifesting and that's fine like I've always believed that some moves are better off made in silence initially like that's always been my way um so I won't reveal it yet and you're probably thinking why the fuck are you telling us and what's the point and you're right but I will reveal all at the end of the 33 days, but I just wanted to share it and just say like this practice, like I was skeptical at first because I'm not like, I don't do like the practical manifestation stuff. You know, I, I am more holistic in the way that I look at it. So I was, I'm quite shocked that this has worked so well. Um, and I'm quite shocked that this is moving things so well, so well, it's kind of really pushing me to take action. Um, and something crazy's already happened, like I said. So it's doing some really magical stuff for me. It's really focusing my energy, my efforts on this particular thing. So if you guys are doing the challenge, I'd love to know how you're finding it or how it's going for you. Come and let me know on Instagram. And if you haven't started it and want to go back and check it out, it's in episode 24. So you can listen to that and get all of the information. But yeah, I just wanted to share that. I'm not going to do my usual weekly catch up because it's been a week, huns. Um, and I don't want to get into it, quite frankly. <laughs> we'll save that for another episode when I'm feeling more zen about the whole thing. But today's episode, let's just get straight to the good stuff for once, because you do know that I love to chat shit. So let's just get straight to the good, good stuff. Today's episode is all about our diet and how this could be blocking our ability to manifest. Now, let me say right at the start, this is not me preaching anything. This is not diet advice. This is not anything except me just sharing information and ideas, okay? Um, How I come up with the idea for this episode is I was scrolling on Instagram, which is something I spend an inordinate amount of time doing. Like, I really need to stop that or reduce it significantly. But anyway, I was scrolling and I came across a post on this topic, which was something like how the food you eat can help you manifest or how certain foods can help you manifest. Now, I thought I'd save the post when I went back to begin researching this episode, but I hadn't. Um, so I can't direct you to um, whoever's Instagram that was. Um, but yeah, I just thought it would be um, 
an interesting topic and it's a concept um, I've not really thought about before. It's not really something that in my 35 years I've given much thought to, but I have in my 35 years as a woman. Imagine, you can imagine how many diets I've tried. I've tried every single type of diet, every single type of fatty food. I'm sure most of us women have. So I have absolutely given thousands of hours of thought over the year to my diet in terms of how it relates to my appearance um, and that type of thing and my weight. But I've never, even as a spiritual person and someone who intentionally manifests um, and has daily spiritual practices, I've never given any thought to how the food that I eat impacts my ability to manifest and how it impacts me spiritually. So this episode is where I'm discovering something alongside you. Um, The more I dug into this topic when I was researching, the more interesting I found it and the more sense it made that yes, like absolutely our diet can impact our ability to manifest things. So um, let's get into it, Huns. I know this is a concern and question that comes up a lot in like the manifesting community, if you want to say that, although I hate to say that because just, yeah, I just hate that, that terminology, but it does come up a lot. And I know that because I do get DMs from people about this topic and I see it a lot on other coaches pages and stuff. And it's where people, you know, often get really frustrated that their manifestations aren't showing up because they really perceive themselves to be doing all the work if you like they are doing all the practices but the thing that they want is still not showing up in their 3d reality now my go-to response and I think the go-to response to that for a lot of coaches will be okay there's probably some limiting belief that you need to work through the probably the time and it's not quite right probably you need to get more aligned and look at the bigger picture and absolutely, I would still have those responses if someone came to me with a question or a concern like that. But what if this is like the missing piece? What if there's something else that we can look at and be like, yeah, the way that you're fueling and nourishing your body or not nourishing your body rather is impacting your ability to connect to spirit and to manifest and I just think that's a really interesting idea and it's not one that I've heard lots about so let's see what I found out on the internet um, and some ways that we can maybe like bring this like concept into our lives um, and improve our ability to manifest improve our connection to spirit because that's what we're here for isn't it self-development self-improvement in all areas so When I'm talking here, when I say diet in this context, I think there are two ways that most people look at the word diet. So we can talk about dieting as in dieting for weight loss, right? Or we can look at it as in our general diet, like the food that we generally consume and how we consume it. So for argument's sake, I'm referring to our kind of general diet in this episode rather than like a specific diet to lose weight or whatever. And again, I'll say it's not me preaching about healthy eating. I'm coming from a place of superiority, like, oh, you shouldn't eat that, eat this, because honey, my diet needs work. Wow. It needs the Lord Jesus Christ, if I'm being honest. But seriously, my diet is not great. Like, I have to admit, I love a Domino's. God damn it, I adore a Dorito. Like, me and my best friend, we could literally, like, we're nachos girls, okay? We could live on nachos. And I'm a lazy cook as well. Like, 
I'll admit I don't enjoy cooking so I go for a lot of convenient foods but saying that I guess is my diet that bad yeah it is pretty bad some days but there are things I don't eat as well for like health reasons so I don't eat gluten I don't eat red meat processed meat so I guess I'm somewhere in the middle in terms of a healthy diet but I would say definitely more towards unhealthy so like I said this episode is not me preaching like have a healthy diet like me it's very much me just learning this alongside you guys in this episode so I'm learning as I'm teaching here and hopefully we can all get some good insights and habits off the back of it so let me just have a sip of my water hold on I'm not editing it out because there's too much faffing and yeah that's life so let's start looking at this topic from like a basic level so we know that what we eat impacts how we feel we know that so we know when we're eating healthy that we have more energy that we're generally sleeping better pooping better (laughs) feeling more positive and we also know that when we eat poorly when we're like living off takeaways or fueling ourselves just off coffee and sugar And when we have alcohol in our diets as well, we know that that leaves us feeling shitty, tired, bloated and all of that crap, right? And I think that's something, no matter what our diet is like, that's something we can all universally agree on. Like what we eat does impact how our bodies feel. And we've talked a lot lot of times on the pod about how we feel and how that how how we feel impacts our manifestations insofar as when we feel good we are higher up on that emotional scale and our point of attraction is higher and we're operating on that higher vibrational frequency when we're feeling good for whatever reason and as we operate on that higher vibrational frequency we attract more things to us that mirror that high vibration right like that's the law of attraction in action so if you're a regular listener to this podcast you're already sold on that idea hopefully so it really makes sense then that if we are that if what we're eating impacts how we're feeling on the vibrational level that we're operating at that what we eat has a direct impact on how we are manifesting right so that's it episode done eat better manifest better goodbye no of course not huns of course not i've got more stuff to talk to you about do not fear so I thought yes we can accept that like we can accept that eat good feel good and manifest good kind of logic we can accept that that's great but what if we go a bit deeper and look at this at an an energetic level at a vibrational level as after all food's ultimate purpose is to fuel us to give us energy so what if we look a bit deeper into food as energy and what if there's more to be discovered about the frequency and the vibration of our food and that we can potentially tap into that and help us manifest more successfully. So we know that everything is energy and what energy essentially is, what we're referring to is a vibrational frequency. So when we consume foods with vibrational frequencies because all foods will have a vibrational frequency when we consume a food we're consuming that frequency and our bodies absorb this and in turn it will shift our whole vibrational frequency as a result so what i thought i'd share with you today is what i found around which foods are high vibrational foods and which food are low vibrational foods right and then obviously you can choose whether you want to actively start consuming 
and more of the high vibrational foods to help you manifest your intentions. That's the theory, okay? Like I said, this is all new to me too, and I'm not given diet advice in any way, shape or form. Okay, good. Now, let me check my notes. So I really went down a rabbit hole research in this. Like if you have six hours that you'd need to kill, get on YouTube and start Googling this topic because I'm telling you, there's like, it's so interesting and there's so much stuff out there. But basically what I found is that there seems to be agreement that there's like a scale of foods in terms of vibrations. So we've talked before about the emotional scale um, but this is a, like a similar thing, but as it relates to items of food. So if we were to start off at the bottom of the scale, there would be things that cause distortion to the mind. So things like alcohol, drugs, nicotine. But like, I'm not going to go into that because that's super basic. And we know that those things are low vibe, right? We know that we shouldn't be consuming them if we want to feel good and manifest our best bad bitch lives. So what else is there? So across the board from the research that I found, joining drugs and alcohol at the bottom of the vibrational scale is animal products or like meat and fish. So the food scale in terms of vibrations, and I'll post a visual of the scale on my Instagram, which I think will help you guys conceptualize this a bit better. But at the bottom of the scale, you have like low frequency or essentially what equates to death. <laughs> and as you move up the scale, you get higher frequency foods that equate more to life and sunlight, for example. So like I said, at the bottom of the scale, we have meat or how lots of examples on that I found online term it, dead flesh, which I suppose when you actually deep it, that's what it is. Like, but it actually sounds vile, doesn't it? And of course you can see then like how it's very low vibrational. Now I am a meat eater. Like I don't eat red meat, but that's purely for health reasons in that I can't digest it and it fucks me up. So that's like a personal health choice rather than a stand against consuming those particular animals, if you like. Because I do eat chicken, turkey and I do eat fish as well. So the, the vibrational scale of food tells us that the lowest vibrational food we can eat are animal products. So dead animal products like meat. And basically, yeah, we've all got to be vegan. No, I'm joking. <laughs> so that was my initial reaction. Like, fuck, like I can't be a vegan. Like I'm not going to do that. Like I love a chicken wing. Okay. And I want to still like consume a chicken wing. And I know lots of people like love a good steak and things like that. So what do we do then if we if we do want to still like consume those foods but we know that they're really low vibrational like how do we kind of make that make that okay what do we do and I'll, before I tell you what the solution is I'll also tell you that the next thing on the vibrational scale <laughs> as as one of the websites called it was animal discharge which again like let's just all go vegan shall we so animal discharge it sounds disgusting doesn't it but those are basically your dairy products um so your milk your cheese and everything like that so we've got meat and dairy at the bottom of the scale okay so like this will be a problem for most of us right because they are staples of our modern western diets so if we want to 
consume higher vibrational food to help us be more aligned spiritually and to manifest better what do we do if we don't want to cut out meat and dairy like how can we uplift our vibrational frequencies if we're consuming meat and dairy almost every day and I did find a really great answer for this during my research and it's one that resonated and felt good to me so hopefully it will allay some of your fears as well so what we should think about when we're consuming these types of foods if we choose to do so is how the animal was treated so we should try to consume animal products where the animal was treated with compassion So this will be consideration of things like how it was raised, how it was killed, was it medicated? And these are all aspects that will affect the energetic makeup of the the meat or the milk or whatever. And if we're choosing to consume these products, it's a way that we can temper what we're consuming and make sure that we're consuming the best possible version of these products that we can get, if that makes sense. So if you have like a you know, mass produced like dairy products um, or, you know, chicken breast that's, you know, from a battery farm where, you know, all the chickens are bred and injected with stuff um, and they're all kept in really close quarters and they basically have no quality of life. Like that suffering and that um, fear and all of the stuff that comes along with that will manifest itself like in the physical body of the chicken and then obviously you're consuming that and that is you know becoming part of your vibrational offering so where we can um and I do try to do this personally like even though it irks me to pay seven pound for two organic chicken breasts like god damn it I will do it um mainly because I'm not trying to consume all of the antibiotics that you know usual meat has been injected with um But yeah, thinking about how animals are treated, if we do want to consume animal products, that is one way that we can keep, I wouldn't say it makes dairy and meat high vibrational, but it will certainly, it will certainly help if you try to source ethically, um, ethically raised and slaughtered meat and dairy products. And the same with eggs as well. Um, absolutely. And once you do go, once you do make that switch, like you'll never eat a normal egg again, I promise you. Like if, I could, or a normal chicken breast again, because you'll be able to just tell the quality looking at it. So that is something that you can try to do um, if you're able to. So as we move up the vibrational scale of foods, we get to the next group of foods. And this is known as foods from the earth. So this includes mainly vegetables, so things like potatoes, beets, carrots, beans, peas, lettuce. Again, Alex, I'll post an example of the scale on my Instagram um, so you can read the full list of products that it covers. Now, these are in kind of, I guess, the middle of the scale and you might think, well, why are they in the middle of the vibrational scale? Because they're not animal products and they're all natural, right? Well, the idea is that for the most part, these types of food are cooked before they're eaten. And this is said to rid the food of its life force, of its energy. So that's why they're like mid-vibrational foods, because the process of cooking removes some of that energy from them. So I guess the healthiest way to eat them is like al dente, which we already know. So that does make sense. And 
I found a really interesting YouTube video. I mean, I don't know how much I subscribe to it, but I'll tell you about it anyway. So, and it was saying basically to be at your best in terms of your vibration and to be most connected to source and spirit, you should never eat onion or garlic or mushrooms. And I was like, what? Because like onion and garlic's in everything, right? It's like the staple of most of our foods that we would make for dinner or whatever. But the idea, and this is not something I'd ever heard before. Like I will literally have a whole raw onion on my salad, like without apology. Like I love this, I love the shit. But the idea behind it is that onion and garlic, they're like really, really potent. Like they're almost medicinal. Um, you know, like in a lot of natural remedies, you'll find onion and garlic for like colds or whatever. Um, and the idea is that they're so powerful and so potent. Like if you think about chopping into an onion before you've even consumed it, sorry, my cat is scratching the chair. I don't know if you can hear that. Apologies. Pixie! Oh, she's such a pain. <laughs> um, she's still going she does not take a blind bit of notice of anything I say I may as well be invisible so apologies if that's really loud but the idea is like I said before you even consume it physically when you've chopped an onion your body's reacting to it you know like you get tears in your eyes and stuff like that like that's how powerful and potent it is so if you think about consuming like an onion every day how overpowering and potent that's going to be to your body and how much that that's going to impact like your vibrational frequency and the video that I watched was from like oh, I can't even remember I'll, if I remember if I can find it in my search history I'll post it um, in the show notes but it was basically like from someone that had trained like as a monk and it was and he was saying that in their practices they don't they don't eat onion and garlic because it's just too potent and it disrupts their body and it disrupts disrupts their frequency and disrupts their connection to spirit, to source, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and something that I was like, oh my God, I would love to do that. But I just don't know if I could never eat onion again. Like I just, and garlic, like I just don't know. But anyway, that's slightly off topic. Like go and Google that if you're interested in that. But I just thought that was like a little interesting tangent. So let's go up to the top of, or higher up the top of the scale of high vibrational foods. And now we're into foods from the tree. So this includes things like berries, fruit, like bananas, apples, mangoes, things like avocados, things like raw nuts. And as these are consumed raw, for the most part, they are said to have high life force energy and therefore to be high vibrational foods. And then at the very, very top of the scale, we have superfoods. And these are called such because they have both very high life force energy and high mineral content. So that's things like cacao, lemons, lime, seaweed, goji berries. Again, I'll put the visual on my Instagram so you can see that. But yeah, I just thought that was really interesting because I've never thought about kind of the vibrational offering of the foods that we eat but that's a little rundown of the popular popular I can't even speak today pixies throw me all the way off with that scratching but that's a rundown of like the most popular accepted low to high vibrational foods but I guess what does this mean for us like do we all have to become raw food only vegans well 
No, and I'm not doing that anyway, for one. But I guess the message to take away from this episode is that the food that you're eating on a daily basis is not only affecting like your waistline, your appearance, or the number on the scales, it's also impacting your energetic offering. It's also impacting your vibration, your frequency. It's impacting your spirit and your connection and ability to manifest. The stuff that you're putting in your body, as it affects your body's composition, we have got to remember that our mind, body and spirit are interconnected and everything that we consume physically, if it's having an effect on our physical body, it is going to have an effect on our spirit spirit as well. So we just want to be more mindful of that, I guess. What I would say just to finish up is like, listen to your body, like understand what works for you and what foods make you feel good and what ones might make you feel sluggish as that will be different for everyone. I know myself, like I have loads of trigger foods that make me feel bloated, that make me feel tired, make me feel sick. So what works for me might might not work for anybody else. So definitely get connected to your body and figure out like what foods feel good and make you feel good. And then obviously your vibration can shift from that place. And think about ways that you can try to help make sure that you are making choices that mean most of the foods you consume are at the higher end of the vibrational scale. So for example, you could plan your meals out for the week. Um, so you're not, you know, reaching for those convenient processed foods um, or those lower vibrational foods. You could buy the organic meat and eggs, like I said earlier, when you can. You can become more interested and more aware of the source of your food and its ethical background. So you're not consuming food that has those associations with, you know, suffering and oppression um, and not consuming those and bringing those into your um, vibrational space. You can avoid alcohol or cut it down, or you could just add in more superfoods or supplements to your diet. Like there's lots of ways to use this information that I've given you today to help kind of nourish our body and spirit better this year. And yeah, I just thought that was a really cool, interesting topic and definitely one um, that I'm going to be mindful of. So I hope you guys felt the same. So that's it for this episode Huns. like I said it's something a little bit different today but I hope you found it interesting I'll put that visual of the vibrational scale on my Instagram so take a look you can find me at manifest fire with Sarah if you have enjoyed today's episode please could you take two minutes to leave me a little review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts it's so so helpful to help the podcast grow whatever platform you're listening on please subscribe to the pod so you don't ever miss an episode and I hope you have a beautiful, blessed weekend, and I'll see you next Friday. Bye.